What's going on? It's your boy Mixmaster to be here live from the MMB Radio Studios, from the MMB Radio Podcast, where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all. And my guest today is a multi-talented adult actress, webcam model, content creator. She even hosts her own podcast titled Phone Sex with Lily. And now you can hear her right here on MMB Radio. And she's going to be at Exotica in Edison, New Jersey this coming week. So I want to welcome her in, Ms. Lily Craven. Lily, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you today? I am. We are like in this little like kumbaya moment because we got the rain coming down in the background here. So if anybody's wondering what is going on here, you know, there's no golden showers going on here, but it is definitely showers (laughs) going on. Um, I like it. Yeah, I I figured you would, you know. So, uh, But I I thank you for taking time to talk to us. As I mentioned, you're going to be attending Exotica in Edison, New Jersey. And for people that want information about that, that's ExoticaExpo.com. You can get all the information there. But uh, we want to talk about you. Oh, goodness. Me. Nobody wants to hear about me, so we want to talk about you. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. And oh me 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 let me think where where do I begin? No. I was gonna say where do we start? I mean, obviously, like I said, you are no stranger to the the podcasting world and no stranger to the adult world. So um, I guess let everybody know how you got into doing the adult stuff and how did that lead into podcasting? Well, yeah, it's an interesting one. I have a very unique story. Um, long story short is. Um, I got into the adult industry at 40 years old um, as a form of revenge on my ex cheating husband. Nice. <laughs> so instead of, yeah, instead of, you know, doing his best friend or his dad or something, I just said, I'm going to go be a porn star. So I'm just going to do the rest of the world. Yeah, because I figured, <laughs> you know, it would it would have put me at the equal level of him and his infidelity. It would have been the same if I just cheated. And then we wouldn't discuss what he did. It wouldn't matter anymore. And you wouldn't have been here on the podcast with me. So you there know. you go. Yeah. So actually, shout out to him. You know, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I do. I always give him his props. Thank you. Thank you, you Douche Bigelow. Yeah. So, so that progressed. That was my original motivation and my sole motivation. I was not in the industry. I was a homemaker. I, um, don't watch porn (laughs) and this is what led me in that direction. But after I got into it, um, I started with the webcam modeling and selling content on Facebook and I just love the people. Like my first events that I went to um, was Why Not in Hollywood, and then I went to um, Exotica, and it's they're just such a neat group of people. I felt like I belonged there, and it really started triggering my um, my creativity and the entrepreneurship of of the whole thing, and and so I ended up putting myself through school, and I got a marketing management degree, and then it's there she wrote. <laughs> no, I, there's it's nothing hard. like a woman's scorn. And, I mean, obviously, the, yes. being cheated on, it, it drove you to this. But break it down even more for me because yeah. for someone that said, like, you didn't watch porn or, you know, you don't no. – like, how, like, where does one even go to, like, inquire about something like this? Do you Google this? Like, hey, Siri, show me how to be a porn star? Like, no, you know, like, Alexa, no. help me. <laughs> And if it does have that when you Google it, do not follow the. Yeah, it's probably a trap. Yeah. Um. No, actually, and I kid you not, 
I went to, um, I believe it was either exotic. It was why not, I believe. And that was for webcamming. Um, but go to the smoking section. And that's where I started meeting in, you know, the people that had been around the industry for a long time. Everybody's in the smoking section. They're smoking something, <laughs> one thing or another. <laughs> so it's just that's what I did. And when I was hanging out in the smoking section, I started meeting different people and just networking that way, um, talking to people. And it, at first, I only was strictly webcam. But it just felt right for me to progress with my goals. That what I wanted to achieve, I could not achieve by remaining in the webcam industry. So yeah. I needed to progress my my character, my brand. And so that's what I did. Now, <laughs> did you ever, like growing up, obviously, like you say, married, homemaker, did you grow up a sexual person? Because like, no. that's not the easiest thing to do, to just... It's Dude, not webcaming, easy. you know, like it's not meant for everybody. Well, webcaming was well, my ex-husband also bought me new tits. So when he bought the new tits, that changed everything because, you know, and, and I'm not I, I'm a person that I mean, back in the day, gosh, when I was 18, 19, 20, I was a stripper. So I did that, but I never in between. And now, you know, I'm much, much, much older, a lot, de a lot of decades older. <laughs> so. I mean, there really was no industry in between, but I think it just naturally geared towards like if you are ever, ever down and out, like I literally had to figure out life again and I didn't know how to support myself. I had no credit. I had, I've been at home. Mm -hmm. So um, when you're put in that position, your survival st skills kick in and I automatically, how do you make even remotely enough money to work. Well, it was webcaming. I don't do well at a mainstream job with civilian people. Like I literally got fired from every job I've ever had. I, I can't even think of one that I possibly, and I've never held a job for a year. Like the workplace is just not for me. Like I used to dread the thought that people go and do this every single day. Like it was just, too much for me to even wrap my mind around. And my my ex-husband and I, we had an oil field trucking company. And so he was showing me basically bit. He, oh, thanks. Him. I got to thank him for that, too. He showed me um, self-employment. Mm -hmm. And so when you own your own business, people think that you have to have all this big money and this company and be a corporation. You don't like you can start with nothing. And, and be small and you can do it. Like you literally just need your tax ID and, and run with it. And so that's what I did. And I knew that marketing and branding is what this industry is all about. Yeah. And it's wild that how things just kind of fall into place like that. Yes. So it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, you look back at it now. It's like, well, maybe this was like what was meant to be anyway. You know oh, what I mean? Goodness. It's, yes. It's... it's been a beautiful, it was painful, but it was a beautiful journey. Looking back, I w I'm so grateful. I'm just grateful for the 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 path it took. And mm -hmm. it was very natural. I never really had to push my way anywhere. It just sort of flowed, including the radio show. So Yeah, just... and I want to talk about it. So you, you <laughs> oh, did goodness. Phone sex with Lily. <laughs> yes. And so how did that all come about? Like is I mean, 
obviously you made a lot of friends and networking into business. So obviously finding talent was not an issue and guests no, to well, be on the show. <laughs> no, that, well, actually, I, I started because I was asked from a station, um, the owner, if I would stand in like he's like, oh, I have this interview and this interview. And he had finished interviewing me. Um, and so I was like, oh, I know that person. And he said, oh, well, why you want to interview <clears throat> you want to interview him? And I was like, sure, why not? So I literally had one of those little handheld recorders and I put the phone on speaker and I just did the interview and then I did another one and another one. He's like, well, do you want your own show? And I was like, well, okay. But I never really had an idea of what I, like, I was just doing interviews (laughs) and I would send it to him. He'd do all the editing. Like I had no part of any of that. And then, um, I, it was during the pandemic and I was like, God, these interviews are so boring, like boring. <laughs> and I, I think and I we like, all think that. I mean, even myself, gosh. I'm just listening back. I'm like, why was I talking about this? You know, you try to find yeah. the, the creative stuff that you want to talk about, you know, but well, then I also feel boring. like you have to just yeah. have, but you feel like, <laughs> I feel like you have to have just a natural conversation, you know, like True. interviews, like the, one of the biggest things I tell people when they come, they want to come on and they're like, well, can you send me a list of the questions, questions. No, no questions it's not no generic questions. that way it's not, ge- not yes. generic, genuine that way you know it feels like it's very robotic if i'm giving you the questions to think about you know yes. like like i want to hit you with a question that you're going to answer and then later go why the fuck did i answer it that way you <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> yeah and so and it's the typical how did you get in the industry and i know you asked me that but yeah. i have a great story so yeah, because I was like I said, I knew that you had started later yeah. on, and I'm like, that's not just something have... that people just start at at 40. No, no. And so with the radio, it was, I was like, this is so boring, and I'm like, well, what can I do to like liven it up, you know? And it was like, well, it's over the phone because it's the pandemic, and what sells? Sex sells. Phone mm-hmm. sex. So now, I unknowingly, my guests do not know beforehand that. And I have phone sex with them the first two minutes. And I don't tell them until right when I hit record. So what the fuck? We've been on for about, like, 15 already. <laughs> well, I feel jaded here. You're not on my show. You have to come on my show. i got to come on your show, you know? Yeah. like I, I don't... It's been a hoot. I mean... I don't even need the full two minutes. I could be a minute and a <laughs> half, man, if you want. You know? <laughs> I love it. And so, I, yeah, it, it's at first I told them beforehand, and then they all either skipped out, pretty much all of them flaked or dropped <laughs> out right before, or someone showed up with a script. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this isn't going to work. So I quit telling them. And then all of the, the personalities and characters in this industry, like, just started just going for it. And, and it's been so fun and they are hilarious like it's funny it's can be you know Brittany andrews was on she's like well hello there <laughs> Brittany's so awesome <laughs> oh my gosh she went to town on it like it was so funny and then you know there's other it's not always just literally phone sex it's mm-hmm. whatever comes out of their mouths and so that's really it showcases them i'm waiting I, i'm waiting for the day that we have a, like a live sex act on MMB radio it has yet to happen yet but i'm just i've i've, I've had that feeling it's going to happen one of these times where i'm just gonna be like you okay over there like why is you know what do you mean like like someone's gonna be having sex and you're gonna hear it yeah like people oh, are like does maybe. that happen on air and i'm like i have not had that happen yet yeah yes. that's 
That would be, I haven't either. That's it. Well, we have phone sex, but that's not the same. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's chit chat. Well, mm, yeah. That would see? be interesting. I mean, who would answer the phone and be in the middle of it? I, I don't know. And it's if like, they did. It's like an arms race between me and, and, and the phone talk, sex talk with Lily, you know? Like, yeah. Who's going to be the first to have someone getting banged on their show? I think it's probably going to be you, but you it, know. No, it's going to be you yeah. because they're already having sex at the beginning of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Phone sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. That would be hot, though, right? That'd be different. I think it. Yeah, and you can't stage it though, so it just oh. has to be organic and happen. Yeah, it it mm. does. I don't know. I have, to, I have to see how I have to, I have to make that happen. I'll probably get kicked I'm... off of every streaming platform after that. But but uh... I like the idea. No, just put it in the middle. <laughs> put it in the middle. We could do that. Yeah, right in the middle. We start off in the beginning <laughs> with the phone sex and the foreplay, and then we get the good shit in the middle, and then afterwards we just kind of wrap it all up, you know? And just yeah. say this is a great radio show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll never know. <laughs> it was all sound effects, you know. That's what it I was. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, 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 I, uh, 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 uh. yeah, exactly right. We'll just have like all. Yeah, see. All right, we're giving away too many details. We're giving away. We're giving away all the secrets behind this. So we, okay. we, we can't do all that. Okay. Uh, but I did want to uh, field some of these questions from fans because, again, uh, uh, it's that's the cool thing I love about doing this is having people on and, and letting people know that you're going to be on and people hit me up with questions. Oh, what and, did they ask? Yeah, so there's all these great questions that I got from people. So, unfortunately, you know, obviously I can't answer all the questions, but we'll 34G. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of them. So I know, are, I know. What are the measurements? Yes, 34G. Thank you, ex-husband. 34G. <laughs> yes, okay. they're 34G. I was completely flat in the beginning, and um, this is before the industry, and when I didn't know the husband was cheating. So he, he was like, do you want boobs? And I'm like, sure, why not? And then I let him and the doctor pick which size, and they went the legal limit. <laughs> so we, we got the full 850 cc's in here. There you go. And then it's, it's I mean eight hundred. Yeah, eight fifty is what yeah. Oh say the, I mean the legal limit and everything, it's like it's like having the touring package when you buy a new car. You know, it's like, all right, well, what's the most that we can get, you know, legally here? So Yes, so in the US that's the I got the legal limit and it made me a thirty four G. Okay. And are, are you content with them or do you like would you want you know, bigger or no I'm very content with them at first I was so upset <laughs> for like almost a year I was like get these out of me please doctor you know and, and and I guess that there's some kind of like plastic surgery depression some people get mm -hmm. because it's such a drastic body change but I just thought that I looked huge and I just I, I would cover them up and then one day I woke up literally like I I recognized that I didn't have that feeling anymore and it just went away and I just love them. They're like perfect. <laughs> so I would not change a thing. Well, we had a lot, like I said, a lot of requests of uh, uh, people sending questions wanted to know that. So that uh -huh. eliminated a lot of the questions, but um, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glad <laughs> we got that one out of the way. Um, <laughs> someone wanted to know like, what are, what are the, uh, your motivation to continue to continue shooting? So they want to know, oh. like, what makes you want to keep doing what you're doing? Because, like, any job, even though, yes. you know, people are like, oh, it's fun, it's porn, it's sex. Like, no, yeah. they're, they're, <laughs> it's still, at the end of the day, there is a lot of stuff that goes into it. you got to be on time. you got to be, you know, yeah. makeup and all that stuff. What motivates you to keep wanting to do this? Well, you know, shooting is probably, I'd say, 
10% of what you really do. It's, it's a lot of um, online work. I'm online probably 15 hours a day, seven days a week, um, just working, branding, um, doing privates. I, I do a lot of privates like that, you know, person to person. Um, but the shooting honestly is, has always been a struggle for me because I'm a very monogamous person. Um, but I don't date in real life. So it's like, I can, I'm able to do that. But I think a lot of the dark cloud of just the risks of shooting your health and stuff like that, that's what sort of weighs me down. And so I'm very selective with how often and who I shoot with to reduce the risk, even though it doesn't eliminate it. Um, so when I do film, um, it's definitely uh, very planned and, and I, I, it's shooting's hard for me. And it's not the intimate, like being intimate. How do I word this? Let's see. <laughs> it's, it's just the, um, the random people, like just shooting randomly with people is just maybe against something that maybe a societal belief or who knows where it comes from. I don't have any like tragic stories or, you know, anything like that to tell, but I still struggle with the multiple people constantly like, like that sort of thing. So I, I try to keep that limited. <laughs> and what keeps me motivated is my fans, my fans <laughs> for sure. I love it when I hear back, I get feedback from them. I mean, I literally would not be here if it wasn't for the fans. That's, they are utmost important in my book. Yeah. And definitely the fans are, you know, what keeps everybody going here. I mean, obviously with over 10,000 fans just on Twitter and other social medias, the people were blowing me up. So the fan base <laughs> is there, you know, which was really cool. Like, I think I got more DMs this past week where like, when is it going to air? When is it going to air? Oh. Like, that patience so young cool. grasshoppers patience it'll happen but it's know? just me <laughs> like i always go it's just me I, you know that is so above and beyond flattering i can't even tell you like I, it blows my mind that people have interest in me in that that manner like it's just it's it's like an outer body surreal experience especially when you're at an event and someone asks you for your autograph and you're like but it's just me like what mm -hmm. what do you mean and they would like to be inner body experience with you yes. so it's like yes. your outer body they want to be inner body you yes. know the yin and the yang everything the stars I and the moons it. connect you know I, I think that's what they're going for and, um, and that's okay you know a lot of people get upset like there's talent that gets upset if oh if they're rude to me or they're trying to talk sex to me and it's like me that that means you did your job yeah like, i mean there's boundaries there's stuff i've seen people that are just what? rude like you know, well, people can be vulgar, you know, okay, it's like the people are human, rude. too. Yeah, but to me, it's like that just means like I turned you on. I did my job. I did. Now, I mean, there's a level of like someone like following you or being just downright, you know, psychotic. But if you are please don't send me dick pics. But if you're in my inbox <laughs> and you're just saying like sex stuff like go ahead like i mean oh man i'm gonna get a bunch of yeah I, I was gonna say you just opened but, pandora's box yeah right but what i'm saying is like 
or if you're in a private with me, let's put it that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're in a private with me, go for it. Like you cannot. I feel like that's different too, though. Yeah. I mean, like if you're out in public, like even at Exotica, like I just see some people that just say some rude, vulgar shit. And it's like, I mean, I get a lot of these people that are in the adult industry and everything, but it's like, come on, man. Like, I don't yeah, know. That, maybe that's our, me. Yeah, because we put, in my opinion, like that comes with the territory in a way that, I mean, it doesn't mean you're begging for it, but like it's literally our job to stir that up in someone. True. And and then if you're doing your job, I mean, there's disrespectful, yes, but like we're not really in the most respectful per se according to society's position. Mm-hmm. So we're not really like, I don't know. I like to look at things realistically. Well, that's <laughs> like, the great thing about Exotica. It's real here. Yeah. Like, it's a judgment free zone, you know, for anybody oh, that's yeah. never been to an Exotica or even an AVN or anything of those natures, you know, it's one of those things that it's a judge free zone. You can be yeah, who you is. want to be there and whatever kind of weird, kinky, freaky shit you're into, Believe me, there's somebody that's going to top you. You know, uh, so literally, you, top you're not yes. going to be the only person there that's into something where you're like, oh my god, like no. people are going to look at me differently. Believe me, there's and, a lot of people there. Yes. I've seen some shit at Exoticas that has me even like, damn, dude, like... it blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, I literally didn't, I didn't know anything. <laughs> I didn't know anything about porn. I mean, when I got into this, like this whole fetish thing and, and people were started calling me mommy and I was like, Oh, like, this is so wrong, you know? And, (laughs) and that whole fetish, I love it. I'm so into it because I understand it now. Yeah. And, and I realized I had one customer who was in this very, very extreme, extreme fetish and it was bizarre. To, and I was just traumatized by seeing this. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And and I stayed offline and I was hiding from him and I was blocking him. And now I am I speak to him almost every day. Like he taught me what's like I realized how judgmental I was mm-hmm. just as the civilian person, you know, and then when I entered the industry, I realized if these people want to participate and they clearly did, like there was no, nothing that was pulling them, not the money, not anything like that, because sometimes that's not even involved. And they were, it just is so bizarre to me, but I never say that it's wrong anymore. Like I was in tears arguing saying, this is so wrong. You can't do this to people. And I had no clue that, that you, these people are there willing and as I've got to know him, it's funny because, yeah, I was hiding from him. <laughs> well, I hope he's listening and he doesn't hide from the podcast and continues to continue listening to the podcast. Yeah, he's, yeah he probably will. But he knows. Like, I, I've i learned so much from that experience. I can and, tell you that for my own personal experiences, going to Exoticas and everything, there's stuff that I see and witness that I'm like – wow, I feel so amateur. I feel so minorly compared to some of these people because these people are some hardcore fans. And I don't mean just hardcore porn sex. Like they're just hardcore fans of talent, of genres. So Uh again, if you're going out to Exotica, believe me, it's it's something that's definitely going to go in with an open mind and and just just take everything in. Yeah, just take it all in, you know. Yeah, you sort of have to step back at a certain point while you're there and just look around you. And it's like we are 
I quite often believe that we are the outcasted um, from family, friends, just the world. We just didn't quite fit in. Um, I seem like the average, you know, mom next door or whatever. But but in reality, I didn't even realize myself that I didn't quite mesh in the real world. You know, and I still don't quite um, – merge as I, I think as a normal person would well, a see, normal I, I feel like when i take a step back and i look at exotica i said maybe we're the normal ones no 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 no, no. <laughs> she's like no that's not how it works no we're however not. you want to twist it to make yourself feel so, like you're it's it's almost like these people have been through like they've been outcasted or you know told what they do is wrong to the point like when you meet them I hear this time and time again, porn stars are the most nicest, most genuine people. And it's like, yeah, I think that because of those experiences, we would never do it to someone else. And, and, and I, they just are the most caring, genuine people that I've ever met. You know, they, they flake a lot, but that's just like, cause of drugs and stuff. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, but, maybe a little, I mean, maybe kinda... a little bit of pot, but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm people, they're just good people and they would never push you away because of something that you're happy doing or want to do, or they're very supportive. What I kind of segues into something I wanted to ask too is, is what do you think is the, like a biggest misconception of being in the business? I mean, you're, I mean, you're talking right now. The people, most people that are probably listening to this podcast are people <laughs> that are already fans of porn. But for somebody who like like started out, like you said, you were not a big fan of it. You didn't. No, watch I it. didn't even watch it. Yeah, I still so, don't watch it. So if there's somebody yeah. out there who doesn't watch it and has stumbled upon this podcast, like what's something <laughs> that you think people, you know, the biggest misconception is about the industry that's just like it's just not true. Um, I there's a couple. A uh, number one. We're not fucking all the time. Can I say that word? Here? I think you did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we're not having sex all the. We're not just having sex all the time. Like that is not it at all. And when you're on a set, like a real one, you are not just having sex. You're like posing and doing things for thirty seconds. You don't like have sex completely through. Like you just don't even kind of have sex. Like there's really no sex. It's so it's just like a lot of um, segments. It's segmented out. I don't know if that's the word, but you're not just straight having sex from beginning to end. No. And so that's and people who don't watch it, you should still not watch it if you're not interested. Like, just don't watch it. But we're just we're performers like it's an acting position. You're a brand. Um, a lot of the people are genuine. This is their real life persona. And then a lot of people are, they've created a character. Yeah. So I would definitely say I've created a character, but I like living as Lily. Like I like being Lily. Um, so I can't say that, that, oh, I fake it and I'm not happy. No, that's, that's not it at all. Like I love getting it. I, I just absolutely love doing my brand my character lily like it's so much fun now being lily and having so much fun what what is a normal life like though for you because again you said it yourself it's all about branding and you know you constantly have to be online and you, yes you're competing against everybody else what downtime do you have to have 
but you know, regular well, civilians are considered a normal life. Like, what is outside of work life for you? Is well, there any work well, life separation? <laughs> well, I, I think there's a, a big misconception about the competition because, really, in my from my point of view, there's not competition, and a lot of people, yeah, right, yeah, right. There's really not because, and I say this because. <laughs> If you are, okay, you're a man, if you have, do you have a, a preference, like, do you like redheads? Like, what's your thing in a woman? Big boobs? Do you like big booties? Do you like blondes? Like, what do you like? Me? I, I mean, at this point, in this stage of the game, I'll take anything that comes my way. You know, no, but I don't... <laughs> you have, okay, I think we this? all do. We all have our, a look that what? we go for, yes, you know, so, that attracts so, us. So if you go for redheads, yeah. then you are not going to go pick the brunette mm -hmm. or if you like big boobs, you're not going to pick the one with no boobs. Like it's just not going to happen. So it's like, and nothing can change someone's preferences. Like it's, it, it's a big way to judge people. You know, that's how we categorize in our own heads and that's what we're into. So that's who you're going to buy from. You're not going to buy from the blonde when you want a redhead like so as far as the competition there's something for everyone there's people out there that like your type no matter if you're porn star looking like the top glam or if you're just the normal average you know neighbor or a person in the neighborhood like you can't change what people like you know some people like no makeup and lots of makeup and and so it goes all over the place and and I've always said there's something for everyone like in this industry. So that's a big, and the girls are so helpful with, with each other. I think I don't I have never felt like there was competition between us. Like there's just, I don't know. There's, there's really not because there's room for everybody. So that's my belief on that. <laughs> but as far as real life, um, I'm a very homebody I'm home as much as possible. I don't get out too much. Um, I don't date. <laughs> and I, my hobby and my, my motivation, my drive, my passion is my work, like my brand, my, all of it. And I love doing it. Um, I love going to the events, but as far as a personal life, I don't, I think I fully have flopped over to the, the, Lily category. I'm her probably 95% of the time. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, so that's what I do. <laughs> so work. what what goals do you have? I mean, started in this pretty late. So do you feel uh -huh. like you've accomplished everything you want to accomplish? I mean, obviously you got into this because of the situation with your ex-husband. Yeah. <laughs> so there was – I would feel like there wasn't this – I don't want to say Big it wasn't plan. planned. Yeah. No, but there wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like the, like a timeline plan of how you wanted to do this. Nope. It feels like it was something that was kind of like a spur of the moment type, you know, quick reaction thing to get into this. Yes. So, yes. but once you did get into it, did you have goals, things that you want to do, people you want to work with? I know we spoke a little bit off air about being casted for a film and I don't want to mention yes. who because I don't know Will if that's Ryder. Be... okay yeah. I didn't know if I was allowed to drop the name and, you it know. was so cool yeah because Will's done a lot of different like parody stuff so oh gosh can yes. you tease a little bit of like what what you have going on with Will and yes. obviously again what goals do you have 
So as far as goals, I did have um, at first, yeah, I just got just went for it and was making, you know, money moment to moment to survive. And then um, I progressed into somewhat of a plan, um, a five year plan, which I have now realized it, it makes no sense to make that plan because so many different things come your way to the point that I would be losing opportunities if I stuck to that plan. Um, and so, I mean, even getting into radio, like all of this, I would never, ever have been able to plan this out. It wouldn't have even been an inkling in my brain <laughs> to do something like this. Um, so I've sort of stopped the planning. Uh, the age does play a big part, um, not necessarily as far as um, aging out per se, because right now everybody loves a MILF. So, so I'm definitely in a prime category, uh, but I do realize that this can't keep going on forever. Um, I really like the media side of it. I like, you know, I've been writing a little bit for certain sites and just going for that. Um, I, I, I would love to manage talent, I think. <laughs> I like how you say I think. I think that until we start doing it, and you're like, maybe I don't want to do this. But but when I stop and really think, yeah, it looks good on paper. (laughs) It probably is not that fun. So shout out to Brian Gross and the people and and, and, (laughs) Erica who have to deal with talent. But um, yeah, that would be interesting. But um, so I really don't have as far like even though it's a very strategic uh, job where it's almost like a game of chess, like everything has to be thought out. And when you make one move in chess, you've got to look around at what can happen next and you've got to think way ahead. So I've definitely been a strategic um, thinker during all of this, um, but, but no real goals because I don't want to shut any doors. That would be, tragic there's so many opportunities in this industry so many directions i could go that i just would hate to shut it down so that's what i've learned over the years is don't plan anything anymore and that's probably the best way to go about it you know one day at a time one moment at a time you know it's just and just put money away for a retirement and then when it's time to pull the plug then i can do that (laughs) That or just find the ex-husband again and be like, yo, you know, like, yeah. you want to rekindle yeah. this, you know? Yeah, but he's broke now. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did buy the boobs and, you know, yeah, showed out a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I was also, I was casted recently. Um, Will Ryder shot me a message and he said, can you give me a call? And I'm like, are you sure this is the right Lily? Like, <laughs> like I didn't want to, like show up for something and then it was like who are you and i'm like oh the wrong one you know so he he laughed and he said yes it's the right one so i got to be part of a family who um, i was the mother-in-law and there was my son and his wife and the wife's sister and the movie is called thruples and I got to be the mother-in-law that's obnoxious, over the top. <laughs> She's drinking, chain-smoking, sitting in a wheelchair, has oxygen, 
and I just shout out the craziest stuff left and right. <laughs> Sounds like an easy role to play. <laughs> oh, it was. It, I don't know if the word was easy, but for some reason, I kind of just fit into it nicely. Um, <laughs> and naturally. Will, he was such a good director. I'm really being patient with all of us. And he had a, you know, an acting coach on the set. Um, it was the first time I had experienced it at that level. And uh, they really worked with us and coached us. It was a long day and night. <laughs> we were there for a long, long time. But um, I think it's going to turn out really good. And he was able to bring out the characters in us. Um, by spending that much time with us each. Um, and Will so, knows what he's doing. Will's an OG okay. when it comes to this stuff. It's not it's not his first rodeo. So. No, he knew just how to groom us into those roles. And that's what I have a lot of respect for. And shout out to the camera guys. There was Craven Moorhead. Um, he had his audio. We had another guy uh, doing cameras. And I had never even imagined the work that they do. They were there for probably... 15, 20 hours. And when we would take a quick break, their repositioning, starting everything, they never, ever stopped. Like, it was so crazy. Mm. And and it was just really neat to watch them maneuver around the set and, and uh, make it all come to life. So shout out. So much respect for what they do. Well, it was insane. <laughs> the cool thing is, as I said, you're going to be at Exotica in Edison, New Jersey. So everybody yes. wants to come out. What can they expect from the Exotica experience? If nobody's ever been there, oh or my goodness. if they've been there but never got the opportunity to meet you, what what can they expect? Well, um, first I have to say, just tell yourself, YOLO, you only live once. You've got to get out to Exotica. This is the opportunity you'll have to hang out and party with the stars, you know, all your favorite stars. Um, you can interact with us. We, we party back, you know, there's after parties at the hotel, um, in the lobby. We go, I mean, the expo is just a display of everybody's hard work, their talent, their characters, their brands, their products. And it is just fun. It's, I mean, there's not a whole lot middle-aged people and in, in older people, just adults in general get to do for entertainment. Um, and this is just a good time. You don't have to be an avid porn watcher. Um, it's just fun. You don't have to know who we are. Cause I don't know who half the stars you know who the half are. We are, you know, you don't need yeah. the fans are either. So, you know, but we're still good people. We know how to have a good time. If your man wants to go, we're not boning him or sucking him <laughs> off behind the bench. Like we're just, it's not like that at all. It's very, um, it's clean, good fun. You know, it's a lot of theatrics, a lot of costuming, like it's just fun. And then we're, we're real people, you know, we get drunk, we get, <laughs> I don't, but he's like, I'm getting too old for that shit, but <laughs> nobody know. likes a sloppy Lily, you know? Well, yeah, well, it's just, well, maybe to... they do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they do. But I have to wake up the next day and do it all yeah. over again day after day. Three days of sloppiness. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even be functioning. Like I just got back from Hollywood for a week doing yeah. the why not awards and I I like wrapping my mind around leaving tomorrow. It's just, we did not sleep much that whole week. So um, I can't hang like I used to, but regardless, it's a good time. Like we, it's really just a lot of fun. And um, it's something that 
sticks in people's minds and it's, it's a memory that you can, you can create memories there. Um, yeah, it's great. Well, I encourage everybody to go out if they're, you know, oh, they're yeah. able to, but for those that aren't able to make it out, where can people stay in touch with all your doings? Cause I know the social media platform stuff is you, you got to make sure you're following the right accounts. So where can everybody yes. find you at? Well, I'm not too popular that people are stealing my accounts yet. They just shut them down, but they're not stealing them. So, <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> you can definitely join me on Phone Sex with Lily show. And I am now on video, so you can catch me YouTube. I'm, I'm, I have a few posted right now. I have about 60 interviews, but right now I probably have about five there. And slowly but surely, I'm building that account. Um, you can see it on Spotify um, where you, you can watch the video um, and XBiz TV. Uh, I've just started the video, so bear with me, and I'm working on uploading. And then um, audio, you can hear, of course, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, gosh, CastBox. There's all kinds of Anchor, all kinds of platforms, pretty much anywhere you can find a um, podcast. I am on there. And my episodes are available all the time, 24-7. Um, and then the new episodes release on Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. So that's 9 or nine p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Mondays. On, I think, just Spotify. You know, do they, when you, they, when you release it, does it release on all the other platforms at I the believe same time. it does I believe that might be a little bit of a hiccup like you know it's yeah. you know, generating but I mean it'll eventually be there you know so yeah and, and you can listen keep to it anytime fresh. yeah just and keep then, it fresh yes and then of course social media you can get me um on Twitter it's Lily Craven XXX and you can get me on Instagram it's real underscore Lily Craven one and you can buy my content on many vids I'm Lily Craven and on OnlyFanners. So you are <laughs> I, all over the I place. I barely got on OnlyFans. I finally just did it. So I'm dabbling in it. Um, and that's Lily Craven as well. L-I-L-Y-C-R-A-V-E-N. Like Craven. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 cool to have had you on. It's been an absolute oh, pleasure to talk to you. And one of the hardest working women. In the business, because I, I didn't realize that you had so many different avenues going on. Oh, like, gosh. I'm complaining about getting this done and that done, and I'm like, I'm not doing a third of the shit you're doing. So well, shout out you. to you for, you know, I love it. being consistent <laughs> with it because, hey, consistency is key. You know, people yes. want to keep seeing material. So everybody, go follow her on her socials, buy her videos, buy her merch, listen to her podcast, watch her videos. If you have time, come up to Exotica. It's going to be a hell of a great time. And yes. uh, I just want to thank you again for taking the time to talk to us and getting to know you a little bit more. And uh, I can't wait to see you at Exotica. I know. I'll see you there. We should chat again. Maybe we will. We'll, we will you're definitely. You're going to come on my show, right? I, I I might come. I mean, I don't know if it'll be you know when, <laughs> on the show, but I'm coming. You know? Okay. <laughs> wait, hold on. That's another thing I'm in. <laughs> okay. But yes, for sure. Let's let's meet up yes. and say hello for sure. Yes, we'll definitely do that. So again, I thank you I, for talking to us. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. No problem. Have a great evening. You too. Hi, this is Lily Craven, and you're listening to Mix Master B MMB Radio.